everyone, welcome back to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 90, uh, which is a bit mad. 90 is a big number, it's a lot. We're almost at 100. Almost there, almost at 100. Um, we'll kick off this week's podcast with some good news, is that Niamh Fahey has extended her contract at Liverpool. She will be with us next season. Um, it was announced on Tuesday, so that was yesterday, because it's Wednesday today. Um, but yeah, just like it's been a really like difficult week since the announcement of obviously the seasons being finished and Liverpool getting relegated and all that bad news. A handful of players leaving, but it's nice that Farky's extended a stay. We know she'll be there next season. I'm particularly very happy about that because I love Neve, love Neve. Um, but yeah, like it was just just a nice little bit of news to start off this week, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like they, they timed it quite well. They let like the dust settle and then bam, here's some good news. And I think we we were definitely in need of some good news. Um I think it was it was it was just a horrible week last week when it all went down and like it was even for us it was hard to sort of know what sort of to do next. Like yeah. we didn't know whether to keep putting like content out there or like do we take a break and I think personally for both of us probably was nice to just have a few days just to get it out and just come to terms with the whole fact that we were getting relegated so I think this is our first video since it was announced so we've had like yeah apart from like the ones ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But like Emma and that, like this is the first one that we've like yeah. been able to just talk. Yeah, like we just take, we just took a like like a few days or whatever. Obviously, you had your birthday as well, so we took some time to just chill out and, and come to terms with it. And I think I think we have now. I think it's definitely not all doom and gloom, and the news like this just makes it ten times better. And I just loved the comments that she was saying in yeah. in that video. I think she did with was it Steve Hunter, who who does all the videos with them. And he was, and, and she was saying like, I just feel so like made up every time I put on the Liverpool shirt, and to to have someone finally say something good about the club after it's just been like dragged through the mud recently, I think it it was really refreshing, and it just makes you remember like, yeah, this is a good club. Okay, we're not in the place that we want to be at the moment, but that shirt is still powerful, and it still drags people towards towards the club. So I think definitely not all doom and gloom. No. And I think it was definitely some news that we needed after yeah. it a tough few days. Yeah, she's she's a really big red as well. Like she's been a Liverpool fan yeah. since she was like younger. So like it's like a, a probably like a dream well, she did say it's like a dream for her to like be able to like walk out and like the shirt on and stuff like that. And plus like 
she knows she's been in this squad for like two seasons now. You know, she's vice captain. She's not just there just to. She's obviously there just to play, but she's also like a really key figure of that squad. And like she's invested, isn't she? She's like yeah. invested in this club. Not she doesn't just play for it. She sort of lives for it. Yeah. Like she's there not just for herself now. She's there for like other people as well, and and like for yeah. the club. Like so, yeah, it was really really nice news. Um. One thing that we were we seen today, um, I think it was Craig Cadley who sent it to us, was um, Talksport have a women's football weekly podcast. And uh, Sweetman Kirk tuned in on the latest episode, um, and they just were just asking her about like football, like footy in general. And then they, they said to her, obviously you've left Liverpool now, um, and asked her to like sort of give her like a bit of a comment on on that. Um, one thing she said was, "We didn't win enough games, didn't perform as well as we should have done," which like I think a lot of players, I think pretty much the whole squad, is, is, is agree with that. And you know, managers in the back yeah. would agree with that. Ultimately, you have to win games to get points, and we didn't win enough. Um, she did point out one of her issues. With due to leaving the club, is that she didn't feel like there was a one club mentality. That's sort of what's that's that that phrase has, has been thrown about all season. You know, one club yeah. mentality. They obviously had the picture at the start of the season with the two teams together, and that sort of gave us like a bit of like a a message of that. You know, they were gonna they were gonna invest more, not just money, just in terms of like time and everything else, more into like the women's game. But obviously that hasn't been the case. I mean, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but from an outside looking in, that doesn't seem to be what's going on. And she pointed out that um, one of her issues was that the new training facility at Kirby wasn't going to be a place for the women's squad. And that's something that me and you have both expressed our opinions on, is that we don't agree with that at, at all. If, you, if you're given off this one-club mentality, make it what make it one club give yeah make it happen sort of thing yeah it's a multi-million pound complex at Kirby and you're telling me that there's no space for the women's team to to go there she pointed out that they play at Prenton Park which is over the water which you know isn't in isn't in Liverpool there's just things like that that obviously it's just built up over time and they've seen firsthand that they're not given the same opportunities as what the men's team are given and obviously that's that's an issue yeah I think we could we completely agree with her on that front and we I wouldn't say we've been overly like outspoken about it but we've definitely yeah. brought this up in conversation whether that's privately between me and you, you or between others um that, that we, we speak to or whether that has actually been on the podcast like it's been something that we've spoken about and it's been something that to this day I still massively disagree with yeah. and I think you'll, you'll agree with me on that one yeah. I think she made a good point because I, I listened to it this morning before we came. I didn't actually know that she, she was on it. I, I knew she was on some Skies thing, but I didn't know she was actually on TalkSports. So it was nice to sort of get sent that. So thanks, yeah. thank you for sending us it because I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have seen it else no. otherwise. And that's just purely because I'm absolutely terrible online. Um, but no, I don't I don't listen to like podcasts. And that's silly because yeah. I have a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it just, it doesn't make sense. But either way, she was saying that she didn't feel like the women were part of the club and especially she didn't see Liverpool women and how they would sort of be integrated with the men's vision going forward and I I, I think that's a fair comment in, yeah. in some aspects because as you said like 
a multi-million complex and you literally just said it the way I would have said it. You're telling me that they can't manage to fit Liverpool women within that. They're a squad yeah. squad as they are. We're not asking the whole of the Liverpool Women Academy to go in there. Like, it, it's not a giant club in terms of the women's. We, we never have had like a massive, massive club, especially not in the last few years in terms of personnel. We've a small staff sort of group and a small squad. That's how it's been. So she sort of questioned, like, well, where do women actually sit in the club? Yeah. And, like, she's obviously seen the likes of Manchester City, how they fit in within that sort of um, model. Obviously, Everton recently have changed to adapt to a, a more one-team mentality. And she's probably thought, well, Liverpool aren't really doing that. And they're not. They're, like, yeah. they, they seem to be... It's almost like they're seeming to want to do it, but something's holding it back. And I don't know what that thing is, but to me, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be involved in the Kirby setup because I think it would have been it would have been a perfect opportunity to go look right. We care about this women's team. We care about the the women's league and, and the competitiveness of it, and we're we're going to do something about it. And I think that's probably a big reason why we've seen a lot of players be released recently whether the fact that they're not believing in that vision of the women's team being part of a long-term vision within Liverpool Football Club as a whole and that, yeah. that, that that might well be a reason as to why it's happening. Yeah I definitely think that's probably I think that's probably been in a lot of the players minds the entirety of the season because I go back to when Neil Redfern was put in charge and then he left and he left on the basis of he was promised things that weren't going to materialise and at that time we didn't look at it as like probably as as something big as what it was but now when you think about it it's like well he was probably right he was they were probably said we were going to do this this and this or maybe he had a diff maybe he got the wrong end of the stick you don't know what happened but he was clearly promised things that weren't gonna happen, and he's you know he jumped ship straight away. I think with like obviously with like Vicky, she's she's Liverpool through and through. She's been there for so many years, and she loves the club. So she's not just gonna get off when the going gets tough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So and like you've got to respect the players' decisions. So they wanna they wanna be playing for the team that gives the 110% to their women's team. And if that's yeah. not what Liverpool are gonna do, then you're not you're not shocked that players like Christy Money, who's a Scotland international, is gonna go, well I'm gonna go and find some somewhere that's that's better suits me. Do you well know the, I mean? the thing is there are clubs that are doing it. That's yeah. that's the problem and in itself that probably makes those other clubs look more attractive to play for than than Liverpool. And that to me is a big issue going forward now, especially when we need to be signing top class players because the championship is is not going to be a breeze and it's going to be really, really difficult and a test of character. So we need to bring in the personnel to help us out. And one other thing I think about is like we we should be be competing with teams like Chelsea, City, Arsenal. We were back to back champions and instead of us investing a lot into the women's team and seeing where it can grow it's a sort of stop it's like oh well, we want two back to back so that that's okay and then look at us like a tick box sort of thing yeah and then look at where we are now imagine if in that moment no one could have foreseen where women's football would be today 
and it's still got so much more it can do but it's obviously growing massively but imagine if Liverpool were a part of that like when I know City got a lot of money they got their train complex Chelsea are very well looked after Arsenal are very well looked after Everton have now all of a sudden come onto the scene a lot of the clubs in the league are well looked after but you look at us and like people that people do laugh and think oh well what's happened to Liverpool there like what's going on because you're never going to reach the heights of Chelsea City Arsenal all those teams who are winning back to back and always in the Champions League or win or get into you know quarterfinals, semi-finals, finals or cups, you're not gonna get there unless you get the investment. No, and that that's that's pretty much the the headline in in terms of what fans and 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 what just football people in general are, uh, are trying to say. Like you 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 don't get to go to be in these massive competitions without putting in the groundwork first. And um, I think that's that's definitely something that Liverpool are going to have to look into because if you've got ex-players now coming out and saying, look, it was a problem, I was affected by it, mm. then what, what's, what's it going what's to be the pull for new players to come in? Yeah, That's definitely. the kind of angle that I'm looking at it from. If you've got players openly coming out and she... In all fairness, she could have been a lot harsher, but she sort of said a lot of home truths, I think. Yeah. And um, as much as it was hard to hear someone that we followed and we we, we loved seeing her play week, week in, week out, to say something about the club that's so close to your heart, it's quite like, it's like, wow, that's that's a bit of a a hard pill to swallow sort of thing. Yeah, the kick in the teeth, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, it, it, it's never nice and, and fair play to her to coming out and, and, and saying something because maybe that's it, maybe that's what needs to be done. Um, yeah, but, yes. yeah, exactly. Maybe they, they just, I think a lot of home truths, a lot of realisations are going to be happening within the club probably as we're speaking right now. I think the upper management have probably seen the absolute outroar. Like, in all fairness, when the news broke, no one was talking about Chelsea being champions. Everyone was talking about Liverpool getting relegated. So that tells you quite a lot about what ha- what what the whole women's football community thought about it. So they've definitely got a few answers to sort of try and... Uh, what, just yeah, they've got a few questions that need to be answered. Think of a solution how to make the situation better. Yeah. Definitely. Well... Kelly Smith. But we'll, we'll, ju- we'll just have to see what, what happens. <laughs> the, the video looked froze. I, don't know. I was so confused <laughs> what just happened then. We'll just cut that, we'll just cut that bit out. <laughs> um, Kelly Smith has obviously given, has come out and given her thoughts on the whole um, PBG of the league and stuff like that. Um, she said it seems to always happen that the women get pushed aside a bit. I was hearing figures three million and upwards for testing and putting procedures in place just to get back into training. Is that working? Because mine's feeling like they're weird. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I was like, I can just like hear like little noises. Oh no, I can't hear anything. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, three million and upwards for testing and putting procedures in place just to get back into training. I would prefer that I, they had gone down the route of putting the money in and making it more of a level playing field with the men. And it's absolutely right because you've got leagues in this country that have just been voided altogether. You've got our league that's finished on PPG, but then the Premier League's okay to return. 
And that's basically down to the fact that those clubs and the clubs in the Premier League have got the money to be able to test players on a regular basis. Yeah. But how is it fair that you avoid one league, your PPG another one, and then you continue with the other one? Like, it, 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 there's no consistency across the board. And I think that's what the main issue is with fans and obviously people involved in the industry that it's like, well, why, why, well. Yeah, why is it one rule for one and one rule for another? Yeah, it's it's really it's quite sad. I think I I saw a tweet um, from Rince from from Liverpool, and um, she was saying all I ask is for the for, for people to be consistent across the board, and I think that that's more than than more than fair to say because it is so inconsistent. And I know this is completely like unknown territory, like. There's no rule book for this sort of situation, so the FA are sort of having to make it up as they go along. But the fact that you can say, okay, yeah, that league's null and void. Okay, yeah, that league's, yeah, that can go ahead. No, we're just going to stop that one, PPG, whatever. Mm. It just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem yeah. fair. So I do, I agree with what they're saying. And I ultimately, we've said this so many times, it's, it comes down to money. And the Women's League probably... Some of them would have been able to do it. I think Liverpool would have been able to do it. I think the top teams would have been able to do it, but others then could have found themselves financially unstable, going into bankruptcy administration, all those kind of things. So there, there really is two sides to every story, but I agree with the, it's not great to be inconsistent and the FA definitely have been. Yeah. And then she also said, I do feel an injustice for Liverpool being relegated because they would have felt like they could have got out of that situation at the bottom of the league with about eight games to go. I also feel sorry for Arsenal because they missed out on a Champions League spot. Just that way to end the season, certain clubs are going to be hurting because of that. Yeah, like we spoke, we obviously spoke mainly about Liverpool, but you've got to feel harsh on City. You know, they were top of the table when all this, yeah. this happened. Arsenal could have got a Champions League spot, you know, we could have stayed up. There's just so many things that could have been so much different. But yeah, like you said, like no one no one could, you know, expect a global pandemic to be the thing that ends the season. And you obviously gotta do the best thing for like the safety of like players and fans and, and whatnot. But yeah, it's just like I think I just the way that describe is just so bizarre because I just uh, one minute I'm thinking, no, that was wrong to do that, and then the next minute I'm like, yeah, but then you've got to think about this, and you've got to think about this. Like, you, you just, you can't like. It's like I said, no one's going to be happy with the outcome because there's always there's going to everyone's going to have an issue, and she's right. Like, also were hard done by as well. I think I think everyone in the league was hard done by. Well, apart from Chelsea. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But, well, yeah. apart from Chelsea, you know, because they got the title, like they'll obviously be a bit like, oh, okay. I think they, they probably still have a sense of, yeah, they'll feel a bit a bit like, oh, well, that's not really them. the way we wanted to. It's like we we're like over the moon that we've won, but that's not really the way that we wanted to show our yeah. showcase our talent and win. But like, as well, this was the first season that proper had prize money as well, yeah. and um. A lot of team, like a lot of clubs, were probably investing more because they knew at the end of it they'd be able to get some money out of it with with the the um the chance of winning. The, is it a hundred? Is it a hundred k? Yeah. Which, but by the way, it anyway. should be more. 100K. Oh yeah, it should be more. But like for the first year, like fair play, yeah, fair play. That, that also could have backfired in some of the team's financial plans because they've spent so much money on players at the start of the year. Going okay. Well, we think we're going to win. So if we win, we'll get some money back for the players that we've already bought. So all of that, all of that thing sort of comes into play. But yeah, I think no one is going to be 100% happy with what has happened. But equally, it's happened now. And it's just sort of how all these teams yeah. bounce back, not just Liverpool, but everyone. Yeah. Well, speaking of Chelsea and the prize money, they, they've done a really nice thing and they've donated their 100k prize money to um, a charity called Refuge, which is a domestic abuse charity. Um, they said, it's a charity that's close to the hearts and minds of the women's team and is very important to our owner, Mr. Abramovich, and everyone at the club. Um, it makes makes me proud our club is supporting those less fortunate in times of need. And that was comments from Emma Hayes. Um, yeah, it was a really nice gesture because obviously, like we've just said, you know, prize money for teams, they might... I don't think Chelsea necessarily would have been counting on that prize money because obviously they're well funded, but other teams, you know, would have been really happy with with that hundred that hundred grand. But yeah, really nice gesture from Chelsea to do that because you know they could have easily have, have kept it and just you know gone about the business with it. Yeah, for sure. I think it probably plays in the back of their head the way the end leaked as well. Yeah, uh, the end league, the league ended. Sorry, <laughs> um, but I think that's such a nice touch, and I think those who support the club will be like will be be proud of that and I I think if if Liverpool would have done the same thing I'd have been absolutely over the moon about it because especially during like lockdown the domestic abuse levels have like increased massively so it's a very current topic and it's something that I think's um such an amazing gesture but as you said yeah uh, I think uh, it, it sets it sets a tone for for a lot of clubs, and it's a great great something something great to do. Obviously, yeah. so. definitely. Um, a bit about Women's World Cup then. Um, obviously they need to decide where the twenty twenty three World Cup is going to be hosted. It uh, it was Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and Brazil are like the three countries who were involved in getting it. But Brazil, for a bit of a span in the works now, and said. We're exiting. We're we're not gonna do it due to like um, economic support from the government. Could not be guaranteed for it. 
which is like a shame because you know Brazil's like an amazing country and stuff like that so it would have been nice to have like a women's world cup there but that now leaves Australia New Zealand and then Japan sort of fighting for it and I think Australia New Zealand is sort of like it's just like pipping Japan for that at the minute I think a lot of the reaction is everyone wants it in in that country because... I'd love it there imagine if we got to go I know I know um but like it's so like it's so mad that you've got like all this going on now but then you've got to try and plan for the 2023 world cup which i like, now that i'm thinking about it isn't actually that far away because we're in 2020 it's only it, and we've got like and we've got euros and the olympics so yeah. every single year is going to be so like so like next summer you're gonna have olympics and men's euros the summer after you're gonna have the women's Euros, and then the summer after you're gonna have the women's World Cup. Then there'll be a men's World Cup thrown in there somewhere. I don't know when that is. Is it 2022? We can't complain that we're we can't complain that we're bored now. No, no. That yet you're gonna have something to do. The lack of sport the last like three months is being made up for in the next like three oh, yeah. years. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely yeah, I'm okay fine. With that. I'm happy um, about that. Yeah, let us know in the comments below where you'd like it to be, whether you'd go with Japan, whether you'd go with Australia, New Zealand, who knows. Um, I think I'd definitely go Australia, New Zealand, if it yeah, was my choice. Because I, I want to go, although I'm terrified of tarantulas, so... I don't just think they're casually on every corner, so you might be alright. No, I don't think Australia or New Zealand is a place to go if you don't like insects or like snakes. So I'm I hate screwed, then, aren't I, really? You are? I'm screwed, aren't I? I know, not great. Anyways, some questions. Yeah, some some questions from our lovely viewers. Um, Did I read them out? Go on. Right, so first question is from Liverpool FC DSA. I don't know what that stands for, but cool. If you could let me know, that'd be great. Uh, Where should LFC women play next season? Back to Brenton with the new pitch, or should they look elsewhere? That's a good question, really, because... I think the remainder of our fixtures were obviously going to be at Chester. I know the next the next gate our next home game is definitely going to be at Chester. Um, I think we've still got a deal with with Chami, haven't we, to play for another season? Yeah, that's what I was think. That's what I was thinking. So if like you know if obviously Chami have just been relegated as well, haven't they? So yeah, this is it. So. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, it's that's a bit, that's a very good question to be honest. That's because a very good question, especially gonna... because like they just got relegated, and I like mm-hmm. don't know how it works now. Are they going to have enough money to even keep that stadium? Or well, we've played there for a while, obviously, haven't we? Obviously, yeah. whether we strike up a deal with Chester, who knows? But then that just sort of like adds more fuel to the fire, and the fact that why why are we travelling to Chester? When it's Liverpool yeah. women, why are you going to? It's not Chester women. Yeah. Women, so why are we not playing in Liverpool? It's uh, that was the whole argument with like Everton when they were playing at Southport. That's why they went and did Walton Park because we're now based in Liverpool. Yeah. So it's like, well, so it's a good question. I think if we play, if we still, if we still got Prenton, that's fine by me. The pitch looks absolutely amazing now. Um, mm. it's like a, it's a, it's a lovely stadium, you know facilities so I don't I don't see the issue with that. Chester was a really nice place as well. That was a good little stadium that we went to. So mm. I think either of those options is fine. If another one comes up where I mean I don't know where else we'd be able to play that's within like a good good area. Yeah. 
yeah we'll have to see what happens it's a difficult one because so many different things are sort of dependent on it so i don't actually know no right next question is from corey l davis who would you like to see assigned to improve the squad we defo need a keeper and a striker so if you were jepson who would you sign and why yeah i think the goalkeeper is a big one for me yeah obviously we've just obviously both uh price and kitchen have gone now Riley Foster's only young. I, I think she's got like amazing potential, but I think it'd be really harsh to just throw her straight in at the deep end as like, oh, you're our number one now. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting. We've obviously we're obviously got to be to be scouting goalkeepers. Like, if we're not, well, I know, I know. Well, interestingly, Rachel Laws just left Reading, so maybe. Who knows? But I would. I, I can't say I, I wouldn't take her as our goalie, but, you know, experienced. Yeah. You if never without, know. I mean, yeah, if she's been out of club, if she hasn't already got, like, another one lined up, then... Exactly. You never know. I'd just gone. like to touch on Redden, though. They, let, they got, like, so many players left. Mm-hmm. Like, so Honestly, like, I, I, I don't know. But, I, you know who I would love? And I know she's only really young still, but, and she used to play... Well, yeah, she played she played for Sheffield United last season in the championship, so she obviously knows how championship goes. But that I know she's too young. But that Amy Palmer who just got released by United, yeah, I would love her. I don't yeah. think she will come to Liverpool, but I think she would be good. Although I do definitely think we need a striker who's quite experienced. But that would be just like a like a nice addition to have. But yeah. I think she's probably looking at a WSL team, unfortunately. So we'll have to. Yeah. Probably, I think. I think we will. I think we'll be looking to to invest in a few players in all different areas of the pitch. This, this but obviously, with us now being in the championship, it's whether players want to drop down a level or whether they you just don't know. But yeah, yeah. De- definitely agree with the fact that we need like a keeper and probably a striker to just sort of bolster the squad a little bit. Yeah, that is mad about Reading though because they already lost Jade Moore to Orlando a few months ago, and now they've lost like Maz Pacheco, who was their star. Um, wing back they've lost obviously Rachel Laws the goalkeeper Remy Allen like loads yeah. and loads of players so we might actually see a few Reading players come to us you never you never maybe, actually know so. and obviously um, Becky Jane and Fanny used to play there as well so maybe that, they've got a little bit of a pull you never yeah. know well, never yeah. anyways let us know who you would like to see yeah. because your footballing brains are probably better than ours so we'd love to know who's available and who you think might come to Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, next question, we've got two more. Hibs1001. Will the team lose many players now they've been relegated? And what is the standard of the league they will play in? Um, we, didn't, we didn't really watch much championship last season because obviously it's not like broadcast and you know, we couldn't really go to any games. But I w- I, it's definitely not like... It's definitely not a rubbish league. There's de- there's teams in in that league that are like we saw last season in, in our cup games. Like Sheffield came and beat us. Like it was. Or um, It's not a league to be to mess about in. You know, it is it is a high 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 standard league. Um, in I think terms it's quite of, mixed. I think yeah. it's quite mixed because obviously we got beat by the three that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. but then equally we beat. Black Blackburn like seven eight goals twice yeah. so and then we beat Coventry as well so I think it's a bit of a mix but I think they've definitely stepped up miles in these last few years hundred yeah. percent definitely 
Um, in terms of will the team lose many players now? Um, who knows? To be honest, I think obviously Roberts extended the contract far. He's extended the contract. There's, you know, there's bound to be a few players who'll stay, and there might be a few who leave. Like you just don't know. I think it just depends on what what people people want ultimately, because there will and be their contract contract lengths as well. Because a lot of players would have only signed two years. Um, like so, like so, like. Christian went. All the play, all the four players who have left were all on two-year deals when Redfern came in. So those two years are up now, and they just haven't been extended. Whereas, like obviously, Roberts and Farhi have extended their deal. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping there's not going to be many more departures. I'd like to think that the squad we've got now uh, are quite happy to stay. But then also you've got you we have got some players who are like who are capable for playing for WSL teams, so you just don't yeah. know. I think it ultimately depends on what players want to do, whether they're willing to spend a year in the championship and hope that we come back straight back up. Yeah. yeah. It's it's whether they invest in the long term plan now, I think. Yeah. The, the issue. And I'd like to think the personality of the players that we've got that they they have that loyalty to, to stay and, and to sort of fix the problem in a way so mm. fingers crossed but like hopefully we'll see more players getting pen to paper in the next few days either yeah. extending it or just confirmation that they're, they're, that they're committed and then and carrying on but it, it's it's annoying in the women's leagues because it is only ever like one or two years like in the men's you're getting like five-year contracts left right and center yeah. but in the women's it is very very much short term and it's hard to plan your squad for the future with these short term contracts. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's just it's hard yeah. to plan, it's hard to know where the clubs are gonna be within like a year's time. Yeah. Honestly, so yeah. Um I mean I hope not that I hope that we that the team will stay together. Yeah, I really uh, hope not. I know, but in terms of like the championship, I think we I don't think we can stress enough this is not gonna be a walk in the park for Liverpool. It's really not. Um so Hopefully we invest and we crack on with it. Really, that's all you can say about it. Yeah. Um, Alex, we can come back if she wants. There's Leon and the contractor. Do you know what I mean? Really, Duggan. Come on, girl. <laughs> yeah. Sound. Um, last question is from Chan Z. Do you think Liverpool will stay full time next season in the Championship? Rumours that Leicester and London Bees are going to be full time next season. Um, I do think we'll stay full time. I think I think in terms of the money we do have, we have got money to stay full time even if we are in the championship. Um interesting to see that Leicester and London Bees are going to be full time next season. That's like another really good step and uh, a really that's that's another step in a really in right good direction. direction. There we go. There go. Um just in terms of like women's football in general and women's football in England. Um I don't think it'll be long until we see the championship as a league go full time. I don't think it will be maybe a couple of years. I don't think it's that far off. I think as in a way, as like as weird as this sounds, Liverpool going down and being full time might push other teams to to then go full time. Do you know what I mean? To to be in with a chance of of um, competing at the highest level. Obviously, Leicester and London are doing that, yeah. so it might actually push teams to do it and, and you know I think most teams are capable most teams do have a second sort of brother yeah what you call it? well you see 
you seen the benefits of like United being full time in the Championship? Like, yeah. they ever said the money to do it. I think that sort of set like yeah. set like a precedence of like where women's football in England should be. Like, no team should have to be part time. Do you know what I mean? If you're in the top two divisions. Yeah. But yeah, that's all the questions. Yeah. That is all the questions. I was just checking then. That is all the questions that we have today. There, were, there was obviously a few more, but they were quite similar to the ones that had already been asked. Yeah. Was... Thanks, thanks everyone for sending them in. I think we should probably start doing like consistently asking questions because we kind of do it like here well, we, and there. So. We had like a kickoff question, didn't we? And then we just. It's just... I feel like we just ran out of ideas. Yeah, we were just like. Oh. I think we just but, missed it one week and then it just sort of carried on like that. So apologies for that. But yeah, if well, I reckon we start putting out a, uh, something on social media each week before we film, and then if anyone has any that they want to, or even if you just send them us throughout the week, and we'll yeah. keep a keep a little list together. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'd like to check the comments on the podcast before as well, so we'll check these. Yeah, we need to do that. Also, we've been good at replying to our comments on YouTube recently, so if you ever want to send us one, we will get back to you on it. Also, I don't think we mentioned this last week because obviously there's a lot more going on, but we have been nominated for um, the FBAs this year for Best in Women's Football. Um, so we'll leave a link in the description to the website, but then if you just go on Twitter and Instagram, and in Instagram you just have to tag us in the post um, as like a comment. On Twitter you have to tweet, I am voting for RMTV Women's Podcast, so tag us, yeah. and then tag FBAs, and then hashtag best in women's football. Um, but we'll put all, it all down so you yeah, know. It's all on our social media as well, so you can go over it and check it out there. But yeah, um, thank you very much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. It was a really, really nice podcast this week. It was nice, nice, some nice. Most structured this week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe to the channel. Um, hello to everyone listening on Acast and Spotify. Oh, <laughs> I haven't said that. Make sure to check out all the articles going out as yeah. well. Josh and um and Hannah. Yeah, definitely check them out. Um but yeah, we'll see you all next week for a brand new podcast. Bye.